all of a sudden, from around that little corner, I see these neon green figures floating towards me. And he said, what is that? And I moved the branch and I looked and it was this big, hairy something. It was the weirdest feeling and I just was like, I just want to get out of here. It was so real to me and nobody believed me. She started saying, I don't want to go upstairs because of the ghost sis. The ghost sis are up there. So that is my ghost story. Hi, and welcome to Haunted AF. This is the Ghost Story Podcast. It's uh, all true ghost stories told by the people who experience them. We are your hosts. I'm Julie Fisk. I'm Rebecca Black. And uh, we've got something really cool coming up, something brand new that we haven't done before later on in the podcast. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're going to talk to some people who have a haunted pub crawl in Dallas. How fun does that sound? Yeah. I mean, and they're already saying, when do you guys want to come? Oh, like today. I know. We need to pull out our (laughs) calendars and figure that out. But we actually are going to have discounts um, for everybody. Cool. And, but that's coming up a little bit later. First and foremost, we need to go ahead and talk about what happened when we went to Chris's house. Oh my <laughs> gosh, it was the best night ever. That was so great. And oh. we were not expecting anything. anything I mean, happen. literally we both went in with zero expectations. There were a few text messages that you and I had sent to each other and we we're like, nothing's going to happen in the first 20 minutes. I know. We were even like, how long do we need to stay? Because nothing's going to happen. Yeah. yeah, we even outlined then- it. We're like, we'll have Chris tell his ghost story and hang out and then we'll just bolt. Right. Drink some wine and then roll out. But then we're there setting up and something happened in the first 20 minutes. Okay. Before we even get there, I know. Before we even get there though, if you're just playing catch up, you need to go to the Haunted AF Facebook page. Yes. And we have posted Chris's ring doorbell videos Mm -hmm. and there is a voice. There's an orb. There is sounds of like the door trying to open. Yeah. Can we play that audio real quick? Did you hear that? I hear it loud and clear. I'll kill you. I, it straight up says I'll kill you. That's, yeah. And it's weird. I had it going the other day in my house. I got to stop listening to this thing <laughs> at my house. <laughs> I had it going at my house. So, and the audio was turned so far down, but you could still hear the I'll kill you. Yeah. And it freaks me out. So I've watched this video, I don't know, at least a thousand times. Oh, and is I, that you? Yeah, probably. I'm the one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I played it in front of my dog and he started whining. <gasps> I'm not joking. Okay, we need video of your dog whining. <laughs> Let's take this to the extra level. I need to see that. Okay, I'll try my best. Well, yeah, and if you're listening, um, go and pull it up on your Facebook page yeah. and play it for your dog and see if there's a response. But it's it also is. on our YouTube page as well, by the way. Oh, it is. It is on our YouTube page, but on our Facebook page, it's had well over a thousand hits oh by now. Oh my gosh. Yeah, a lot of our videos have um, like 2,000 hits right now, so thanks for that, yeah. guys. That's Thank you. Really great. Uh, we'd love it if you'd actually listen to the podcast too. That's <laughs> that would be wonderful. Like thousand, where are you people? So, um, so anyhow, we get to the house. All right. Yeah. So you tell it. So okay, I've got the camera out and I'm sitting there trying to put it up. And we're what are we doing? We're like measuring and judging like how we look on the camera, mm-hmm. right? It's not rolling yet, which no. I want to kick myself in the face oh, because I, it's not rolling. It's not, yeah. And while we're sitting there, and I guess, I guess maybe we made a joke about how we're like, oh, nothing's going to happen in the first 20 minutes. Yeah. And then that is when Chris's doorbell went haywire. It's straight up white noise dust. Rebecca's like, go have a seat because we're like <laughs> setting the camera up. So I, as soon as I sit down in the seat in front of the ring doorbell, it starts blasting white noise yes, at us. It's like this just... 
crackle business. And Julie and I look at each other and we're like, are you hearing what I'm hearing? Yeah. And it goes for so long that I'm like looking at my phone. Like, why am I not picking up my phone to film this? Like, it was almost like both of us were frozen in time at that moment. Yeah. It's like, what? the heck do we do yeah so then it stops of course and you're like was that him yeah what, did chris do that what's and we're both like, bah, 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 yeah, like what to, just happened yeah trying and, to rationalize everything that just went down for the last 30 seconds and neither one of us can do anything right so chris comes like downstairs outside we're like yeah which by the way i thought it maybe was chris just messing, messing with us with before us. we yeah. started but then i see chris with nothing in his hands walking down the stairs at the exact same time all of this is going down right and for the record like i have a ring doorbell. I know there is a two-way communication. Uh, I've never heard white noise come out of it. So, oh, and Chris also confirmed. He's like, he, I've never heard white noise come out of it. Now, That's what Chris said. Every single person that I've told this story to is like, yeah. they're just pooping on it immediately. Right. Because uh, it, logically, we go to places like, oh, it's our cell phone interfering with sure. it or something like that. Yeah. Or and, he's messing with us. Right. And that was the main thing. People were like, he's just messing with you. But then we went back and actually watched the ring doorbell <laughs> footage that happens at that moment is everything so you can hear the white noise but our images completely freeze is that not nuts uh, Ziggy let's play that audio real quick And that's how long it went on. Like, I that's how long we literally sat, sat there looking there. at each other going, what the hell is that? I just freaked out all over again. Yes, that I was know. crazy. It's, and it's funny, if you're just watching the the footage, you're like, this is the most boring thing ever. Right. But when you know the context, it's like, holy cow. It was a long time for it to be going off and us for to sit there and do nothing. Right. <laughs> And for the record, nothing else happened for the rest of the night. Now, people who until were, the end, and, uh, until the end, which I still I don't know that it wasn't somebody's stomach. Uh, I swear, <laughs> and I feel like I'm getting blamed for the stomach thing. It was not my stomach. I promise, it wasn't it sounded, my stomach either. It sounded like straight up knuckles going across a wooden door. Right. I swear to you, it was coming from the center of that door. Are you serious? I swear, <laughs> like to the point where I was like, no way did that just happen. Right. It's towards the end go to facebook go watch the facebook live it's towards the end see if you can hear it see if you can hear it. and you can even see the comments of the people who were listening at that time they're like i hear it i hear it yeah i never really i heard a low rumble that sounded like somebody's stomach that's all that i heard i couldn't tell direction or anything but else. if you look at the video you will see me and chris and you all turn our heads at the exact same time. There is no way, if we weren't hearing something from behind us, there's no way that we would turn all at the exact same time. I might have been turning because you guys were turning because I heard the sound and then when both of y'all turned, it was like, wait, was what was that? Yeah. So I'm um, telling you, it sounded like straight up giant yeah. man knuckles <laughs> scratching across <laughs> the door. That's what it sounded like. I wish I could imitate it. It was like, that's kind of, it was like this. But like harder. So when we went to leave, like, (laughs) let me be clear. We are not like Ghostbusters at all. We don't think we are. Nope. Don't claim to be either. This is like a hobby kind of thing. Yeah. We were straight up salting and saging. Yes. Like it was Thanksgiving. Because we were shook, man. We were drawing crosses in (laughs) holy water. (laughs) Julie was throwing holy water on everybody. Throwing holy water (laughs) on people. We were saying like the Lord's Prayer. We're like, what are we supposed to do in a moment like this? We did. We totally said the Lord's Prayer. Then we also said another prayer afterwards holding hands in a circle. (laughs) 
I saged, I saged all of his doorways, including the garage doors. I saged his cars. I saged us. Uh, I saged our cars. Our chairs. I got, yes. Our chairs, even my water bottle. Yes. Everything. Your trunk. Everything. Everything got saged because we were so nervous when we left. And in fact, the next morning, my husband was like, is that salt in the driveway? I'm like, yeah. Dude. Sorry, yeah, I, I salted the driveway. When I, I held the rosary that you gave me yeah. all the way home, and it's still in my car, and I think I'm going to leave it there forever. No, because we got to give it back to my daughter. Oh, this is so. Please don't make me give it back. No, I might okay. die. Well, we'll use it next time. Okay. The next time, which we have to discuss. I don't know how often I can do that. I, <laughs> that scared the crap out of me. And now, now I feel like there's more stuff happening at my house. Like, okay, well, first of all, my ring doorbell goes off all the time, oh, anyhow, but it's usually just like the wind or something that's making stuff uh-huh. go off. So just for kicks, I listened to it the other day. Oh, no. I know. It's such a bad move. And it did sound like voices. Like, nothing as clear as Chris's. As I'll kill yeah, you. nothing like that. So I think it might have just been workers down the street or something, which I didn't even go out and look. If there's not anybody out there, yeah. I don't need this. Nope. I don't need this freak out in my life. Not even that. Or what if it attached itself to you? You Shut don't need up. that. Well, then, and like, um, my daughter got home from school on Monday and she comes in and she goes straight into the bathroom mm-hmm. and shuts the door and she goes mom the light just turned on by <gasps> itself I did not touch it and I'm like ah. you know because she's she's been making fun of me through all of this but at the same time she's like you don't bring anything home you don't bring any bad mojo home <laughs> Which, with by you the way those two are conflicting arguments there. oh I know I know she's <laughs> making fun of you but don't bring anything home mom <laughs> yeah she's 15 that's her entire life <laughs> right, right now point. yeah oh um, teenage But then yesterday, and I hadn't even told you this one, I was working on the podcast. I was just Mm -hmm. sitting at the, I always work at this big dining room table, big wooden table. And there was a loud like knock on the table. And what it sounded like, because sometimes my cats will be sitting in the chairs and they'll start fighting Uh and somebody will knock their head on the table. That's what it sounded like, a hard bonk on the table. And I looked and there was nothing underneath the table. I even got up and walked around the house to see if the cats were close by. I was going to say, when they were, they were asleep. It oh, wasn't, my goodness. It wasn't a cat. So, yeah. So now I'm like, ah, I, I don't know. I I don't know. What have we opened ourselves up to? That's well, my concern right now. And then we even got on the Facebook Live someone yes. after they listened. And they listened hours. Way like, later. Way later. Yeah. We heard notes. So this actually comes from a friend of mine. Her name's Hope. Um, I don't even know if I'm saying her last name right. Mattis? Mattus? I Mattus. don't know. I'm sorry. Let's Hope. just call her Hope. Yeah. I'm Hope sorry, M. Hope. Hi, Hope. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, she said, I just watched this video. It wasn't live. As I got to the end, I got a notification on my ring doorbell <laughs> that there was a motion at my front door. I live in a small country town and we have one neighbor. So we don't get notifications very often, especially at night. So I answered the notification and there was nothing there. No. She said she could hear what sounded like people talking. But she couldn't understand the words. Not sure if it was just the wind or a night critter or maybe she's just spooked. Yeah, yeah. And that happened after she watched our, our video. I know. I'm sorry, Hope. I know. I feel I, like that's our fault. I just, I love that so, so much. <laughs> like, what, that can't, I mean, what a freaky deaky coincidence. Well, and the thing is, is that if you have a ring doorbell, it does wonky stuff all the time. Yeah. It could be attributed to anything in the world. And like True. she said, a bug, a whatever. There was this neighborhood cat 
cat named Buttons who used to set hours off all the time. And I'd look at the, you know, to accept the notification, there'd be buttons all stretched out on our front mm-hmm. porch. So all kinds of things can set that off. We're not necessarily haunting you when you watch the Facebook <laughs> But go watch it anyhow, because it is really, really cool. Now, we had a discussion while we were at Chris's house. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because we've talked about this before. Like, how do you know if your house is haunted? Does the person who owned the house have a responsibility to tell you when you're buying it mm-hmm. if something has happened there? Well, lo and behold, the Dallas Morning News actually did an article about this. And it's hilarious because I think 10 different people sent me the link to the yeah. article. And I was like, okay, well, we have to get this person on the air well, yeah. so we can get all the details. Yeah. This is Elvia. Hey, Elvia. It's Julie and Rebecca from Haunted AF. Hey. Hey, how are you? Fine. How are you? We are good. Do you have a couple minutes to talk to us? Yes, yes, I do. So I can't believe that you actually published this article with the Dallas Morning News recently mm-hmm. about um, are Texans yeah. entitled to know if their house is haunted? Because we have been discussing that on our podcast. Since day one. Since day one. <laughs> seriously. And when I saw your article, and I saw it because 10 different people yeah. sent it to Rebecca and I. So we were like, we had to get her on the podcast. First of all, mm-hmm. what made you think about this? How did this get your attention? Well, we have a Curious Texas project at the Dallas Morning News. So that lets our readers ask us questions. And one of our readers wanted to know this. She asked us this because she uh, said that her house is haunted. And she purchased this house three years ago and, and she had no idea that it was haunted. So she just wanted to know, I mean, were they supposed to tell me that there were weird things happening in the house? What are the laws when it comes to just like the paranormal and real estate? So that's how I started looking into this. So before you give us the laws, yeah. what were some of the creepy things that were? Is this a Elvira Perry? Is this the woman that was in the article? Yes. So um, it was kind of creepy because I, as I was talking to her on the phone, because I, I interviewed her over the phone, she was like, I can hear knocking right now, you know, as I'm Ooh. talking to you, like it's happening right now. But some of the things that she told me that she will often hear boxes moving in her attic, they'll hear knocking, someone will knock on the door, they'll go answer it if nothing there, they'll hear, um, you know, people talking. And then she's seen, uh, you know, different shadows and different people people moving around in her house when she's alone. So, okay, because you're a journalist, I would imagine you have an infinite amount of access to um, research. And I'm wondering, were you, did you actually look up her house? Were you able to find out if anything happened in it before you started writing this article? No, she really wanted to just kind of not put any attention to her house. She was very protective just because she's scared that like people will start like going to her neighborhood Mm, and passing by. And she's trying to like research this without like bringing a lot of attention to her house. So she didn't really want to disclose where she lived other than she lived in Denton. We did talk about how Denton had a lot of Confederate soldiers and, you know, that could be part of it. You know, there could have been a battle there or someone who died there. Um, so we did discuss that, but we she didn't really want to talk about where exactly in Denton she lived. She lived close to the University of North Texas, though. That's what she told me. Hmm. I didn't Which, know there was Confederate battle over I there. Didn't know I had either. no idea. And that's actually yeah. smart because Rebecca and I would be like the first people driving over just to go and gawk at their house. Well, We've just, already actually done that. Yeah, so. we have. Um, and we were at a house this weekend where there's been lots of activity or whatever. And I have gotten messages from people who are saying, can I please have the address? Because oh, I want to go and look at it. So yeah, I mean, there is 
days. And I get that I because too. I am a morose SOB. I want to go over there yeah. and look at it. But um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you have to protect people. So what are the rules or the laws around that stuff? I mean, there's no, nothing that tells any seller that they have to disclose this. It really is just kind of like if you know that people have been scared in a home or something, you know, it's up to you to just be a nice person and, and let someone know. Right. <laughs> but yeah, there there isn't any law. And on top of that, when it comes to like, why is a house haunted? Well, maybe someone died in the house, you know? Right. Uh, mm-hmm. When it comes to uh, disclosing that, you don't have to disclose that someone died in the house unless they died because of something that's wrong with the property. Right. Or unless they were murdered. Okay. Other than that, hmm. you know, they don't have to tell you if someone died. Unless you're in New York, though. New York has a separate set of laws for this, correct? Really? Yeah, yeah. So uh, when I talked to um, real estate agents in Texas, they really just said, if you're going to purchase a home, it just really depends on where you are. These kinds of laws vary from state to state and region to region. In New York, you do have to disclose if it's well known that a house is haunted. And this comes from a lawsuit that happened in the early 90s. There was a guy who purchased a house that had been notorious for its just creepiness and ghosts. And, you know, the the former owners had done a lot of interviews on the radio, on the TV, just a lot of... And then he they sold the house to this guy and this guy started getting in the house and then he did research and he realized oh this house is haunted and they did all these interviews and they never told me when they sold me the house so um, he sued the couple and he lost the first time but he uh, appealed it and then he won and now if it's well known if it's common knowledge that this uh, house is haunted they have to disclose that when I, they sell the house I love that but the That's legal awesome. the legal term for it isn't yeah. haunted house it's uh, stigmatized properties which yeah. it's got a stigma attached <laughs> to it. <laughs> they couldn't just go with yeah. ghost law. Elvia, thank you so much for this. And if people wanted, I love that the Dallas Morning News is doing this. What is it called again? It's Curious Texas. Curious yeah. Texas. I love that y'all yeah. are doing it. It reminds me of, do you remember the old Glenn Mitchell show, Everything You Wanted to Know? Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So if people had a question and they wanted to ask you uh, or, you know, be part of uh, of the Curious Texas, how do they get in touch with you? Yeah, well, they could always email me. My email, you can put it out there. It's E-L-I-M-O-N at DallasNews.com. And you can also go to CuriousTexas.com and read all of our answers. Um, Another fun, I mean, if you're um, into ghosts, another fun thing that we did that I did actually is uh, we went to White Rock Lake and we went on a ghost hunt. There are different um, times of the year when you can go and see if you maybe encounter the Lady of the Lake. So Mm -hmm. you can also read that. Okay. Well, did anything happen? Because Rebecca and I tried, we tried, we hang out at the White Rock like all the time and when we did research on that we didn't find anything other than just references to the ghost story never any Mm -hmm. sort of like origin story Uh or um, there was one girl Haley Gaston who died in 1929 that was the only story that we found that could be related to it everything else were just just like ghost stories that urban legends Mm -hmm. Um, did you find anything? No it's just kind of the same thing it's all 
small urban legend, but I mean, it's just interesting to read that every city has its own Lady of the Lake, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Uh, I live right next to the lake, so it was fun to go in my own neighborhood and see if I could find any ghosts. Oh, yeah. Um, Heck yeah. yeah. I love it. We do that all yeah, the time. All the time. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. It, 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 if you ever go out and you're doing one of those things and you actually come across something, you have to yes, come back on the podcast and tell the story, okay? Yes. Yeah. I'll, I'll let you know. And I mean, if anyone else has any kind of weird things, I mean, there are a ton of things that happen in Dallas. There are a lot of different places where there um, have been sightings, or at least people have said that there have been sightings. So, I'm willing to check it out. <laughs> well, we'll share yeah. some names with you. Yep, definitely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank you so much, Elvia. Yeah. Thank you. Don't forget, we really need your ghost stories. And Absolutely. Yeah. So we do have an email account set up specifically mm-hmm. for the ghost stories. We'll take a written one. We'll take a voice memo. We'll take a video even. Yeah. Whatever. So that's hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. Yep. But people have been sending us messages and stories and everything at the Haunted AF Facebook page as mm-hmm. well, which is totally fine. Yeah. You can do that. No problem. But if you are sending the voice memo, you'll need to do that through email. But we got a really great one. Yes. Read okay, that. Get ready for this because this is spooky as hell. <laughs> um, this is thanks to Amanda Lynn who sent us this note. She said, my TV was absolutely not working. Netflix kept saying error. Hulu kept saying error. And she said she doesn't have regular cable or any of the apps. So, you know, what else is she going to do? Right. And Hulu and stuff's not working. Says the screen went black and then she heard a little white noise and then saw this on her screen. And it was just a note that said, you'll be quadriplegic. What? That's why! She has no idea what it could have been or where it came from, especially since none of her shows were working. Right. So she's like, so she got all freaked out, right? So she just turns off the TV and she's like, I'm not touching that for a while. And then she came back on and she said everything went back to normal. Okay, yeah. Go to the Haunted AF Facebook page and look for this picture. Yes. Because it is terrifying. It is. I'm like, what in the actual... Yeah, you walk in <laughs> you walk in, and your TV screen is black and nothing is working. And at the bottom in tiny white script, it says you will be a quadriplegic. That's not even like a funny joke. And it, it's not even like an accidental... No. no. Yeah. Like, oh, it's a typo because there's not any other really... Like, what word on Netflix would be quadriplegic? I know. Like, nothing. Right. That's not a TV show. Yeah. It's not like they were picking up the um, subtitles from something. It's just that one line. And it was in quotes, too, by the way, which I think is super creepy. That's so freaky. So go to the Haunted AF Facebook page. Check that out. You need to go and look at all of Chris's videos. You have to go and watch our video. I'm going to post that one as well of just the weird white noise Mm -hmm. thing that we got when we were at Chris's house the other day. That was just crazy. Mm So we were so excited when we saw that there is actually a haunted pub crawl in Dallas. And so we had to reach out to the people behind it, which is how we got in touch with Mercedes. So can you tell us a little bit about this pub crawl? Are do you, are you the person that we will go on the pub crawl with? So there are other guides. Um, I have been the guide. Uh, I've been there doing the tours for over a year and a half now. You can't request a guide, but I can. Um, I would love to take you guys on the tour. Okay. I'd love to be your guide. <laughs> well, I mean, we like to drink and we like ghosts, so we're already in on that. And we're fun. Yeah. We're lots of fun to <laughs> hang out with, so we're going to have to find a way to make this happen. So where do we go? G- give us an idea. So it's a haunted history pub crawl. And so you kind of, it has a mixture of, of lots of history about downtown Dallas. Most of those locations that we go to and the buildings we talk about have a ghost story attached to them. So, of course, we started a bar and we start over at Green Door Public House, which has a very 
fascinating history at the building itself. And it's a walking tour. So unfortunately, I don't have like a, I'm not going to pull up with a big bus and like get everybody on board. Um, we are actually walking when it's all said and done about a mile. And so we start at one bar, you guys get drinks, I tell you the history of the building, and then you drink some more. And then I tell you the ghost stories. All of the bars that we go to are actively haunted. That's um, really? How yeah. did you get this gig? Uh, I, so when they started the tours here in Dallas, um, back in May of 2017, there was a write-up about it in the Dallas Observer. And so I've had ghost experiences since I was five at my earliest, I can remember. And always, I think I've worried my family because they thought, like, why is this one child, like, so fascinated with the paranormal and scary <laughs> stories and scary movies? And um, so then when I saw that there was a haunted history pub crawl in Dallas, I had to take it. And then I did the tour and I'm like, I can tell stories. I can totally do this. So I applied and and I've been a guide ever since. Can you tell us like one of the scarier things that's happened yes. while you've been on the tour? Have you guys had any like actual activity? So I always tell people, depending on how your level of sensitivity, if you're not sensitive and you're not there for the ghost, then obviously there's the booze and um, the other booze. Right. The spirits. Right. And then <laughs> the other spirits. And uh, so there's uh, that element, even if you're a skeptic. But if you are sensitive, which I'm an, I'm an empath, I guess you would call, mm-hmm. that I've been sensitive to that kind of stuff forever. So I tend to get affected a lot more than probably most people. So um, I've scared people because they, they've seen my reactions to things. Ooh. So I have people that have come on the tours that are completely skeptics and then they have something, they go to one place, one of the bars and they can get completely terrified. I had a girl that had to back out of the tour a couple of weeks <gasps> ago. Cause she's poor thing. She started crying. Like oh, seriously? Like, I can't keep going. Wow. And I like, it's, it's about our third stop on the tour. It's in a back room. Um, there are old elevators in there. And so this back room is kind of closed off for special events at the back room. And that room has had a lot of activity and by the staff. Of course, they're the ones that are there late at night. Mm-hmm. And they've had everything from being pushed to scratch to faces appear in the doors and things like that. Or the things that happen around the elevator, they've been pushed. Um, and so this poor girl was sitting back there and I was, as I was telling the stories of what happened, everybody's sitting at her table. And we do this in the dark, by the way. Of course you do. Why wouldn't you? Of course. Exactly. Just to add a little bit up the ante of terrifying. But yeah. So while I was talking, she basically started freaking out. The girl sitting next to her started freaking out. And then um, they were like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We just have to tell you what happened. So the girl that started crying, she had uh, her purse over her shoulder and it, the, the strap was a chain. So she had it hanging down and she wasn't moving and there was something that was tugging really hard on her chain. <laughs> and it made a noise that the girl next to her heard the chain rattling. <gasps> And they were like, the purse wasn't moving. I wasn't moving, but I felt there was something that was tugging on the chain. Oh, that dang. wasn't. She really, truly felt that there was something going on that was tugging on her chain. That she said, "I can't, I can't keep going." She, she started crying and so did her friend. So, wow. So bad. Well, yeah, feel bad, but that's awesome. But I know, right? <laughs> yeah. No, I do. I felt bad that it didn't happen to me. Like, <laughs> no, exactly. Like, I would totally welcome a purse yank. Well, and it's actually a really good endorsement for your haunted. <laughs> totally. Yeah, that you 
accident, somebody home crying. Yes. <laughs> See, that's like, we're just sick enough that we're like, we're yeah. going. We're in on this. It's so bad. Like, we want to watch somebody cry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or if it's us. You're like, oh, are you okay? Sorry. Yeah. Poor thing. Like, Do it again. Do yeah, it right, again. So wait, is there a website that people can go to to get passes? Yes. So the, the name of the tour is Nightly Spirit. So okay. um, if they go to nightlyspirits.com forward slash Dallas, they can sign up for the Dallas tours. Okay. And you said that there are other ones around Texas. Mm-hmm. Yes. So um, this is actually a nationwide company. Oh, so the tour started in Washington, D.C. And then they've expanded to other cities over the years since 2012. So that includes Seattle, Chicago, Denver, Atlanta, Savannah, Nashville, Tampa. But here in Texas, we have Houston, San Antonio, Austin, and Dallas that all have these same sorts of tours. Oh, that's it's the great. same tour. Just a different city. And so you guys set up a discount for Haunted mm-hmm. AF, right? Yeah. So um, if you use the, the the code Haunted AF, it will give you 20% off. Okay. And um, this is, this for the moment, this is just in Texas. Because we are a worldwide right. podcast. <laughs> we are worldwide. That's baby. right, baby. Um, but yeah, for right now, these are just in Texas. And we actually do have one pair of passes that uh, we will give away for the Nightly Spirits Tour. Awesome. Yeah. And they, and but this is like good through August, correct? Yes. And um, the, I can give you a code, which this code, I'm like, why did you have to give me this number? But they, they gave me Mercedes, so it's M-E-R-C-E-D-E-S mm-hmm. 667. Uh, okay. So 667 and um, that'll give 10% <laughs> off. And they can use that code. If somebody's listening and they want to do in Tampa, Nashville, Seattle, Chicago, Denver, that code will give them 10% off oh, on that's, any, that's any of those cities. Awesome. Um, and so the website again is nightlyspirits.com. So actually just check the website and see if there are tours in your city. And you said that's Mercedes 667, right? Correct. That's awesome. So let's go ahead and give away one pair of passes uh, to the first person who sends us an email to hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com because we're trying to get people to send us more emails. Just tell us your favorite ghost story so far that you have heard on Haunted AF. So this has to be a ghost story that you've heard through one of our podcasts so far. And if you're not cut up, you better get to listening. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) so many good ghost stories and we cannot wait to come on your tour. We're going to request you, Mercedes, and come on your tour and get stupid drunk and (laughs) listen to ghost stories and cry. We're going to like make a scene be like, something touched me. I want something to touch me. I want it to happen. It just might. uh, Our track record currently is something's going to happen. Yeah, we're one and oh. We're like batting a thousand here. We truly are. So, Mercedes, thank you so much for calling us and again, the website is nightlyspirits.com Hey, before you go, you said that you're an empath yes. and you've had things happen throughout your life. Can you tell us a personal ghost story that's happened to you? Please, please, please. Something good, juicy. Um, so the first story that I can remember where I actually walked into a place and felt something was off. I didn't know what I was feeling. I just knew that something didn't feel right. So I, I'm originally from Colorado. When I was growing up, I was like in seventh grade. My friend invited me to a wedding that was up in near Beaver Creek, near and uh, after the next day, we were going to go and hang out with their family and they lived in an old mining town. And of course, we pull up to your grandparents' house and we walked into the side door and immediately when I walked in, all the hair stood on the back of my neck and I got like this drop feeling in my stomach, like almost nauseous, like Ooh. something didn't feel right. Yeah. And I told her, I was like, oh, is the air conditioning on? And she's like, no, they don't have air conditioning. It was 98 degrees outside. But I couldn't explain why it was 
so freezing cold in that spot. We're walking around the house and I had to use the restroom. And so I went to the restroom and I thought my friend was messing with me because I couldn't get the door to open. So I was yelling, I'm like, stop, stop holding the door, stop holding the door. And when I got the door to open, nobody was even in the room nearby. Everybody was outside. And so (laughs) we go outside and I just kind of said, Hey, were you, were you inside? And she's like, no, we're all out here. And we're going to go on the eight, one of the four wheelers. We're going to go up into this trail. And as we're going up there, she's telling me that her cousin had killed himself in the house. He hung himself. Oh my God. And so she's telling me that she's like, yeah, we're going to go up to the cemetery. And my cousin's like totally buried here. I'm going to show you. I'm like, oh my gosh. Whoa, why is she so excited about that? That's really morbid. So excited about it. She's like nonchalant about it. I'm like, oh, do I want to see this grave? And so as we're talking about this, she's telling me that the cousin had lived in the grandparents' house with them and had sorts of depression and things like that. Mm. And unfortunately had hung himself in the house. After that happened, the grandparents said his spirit definitely lingered but that when the grandparents moved into the house the previous owner had murdered his wife (gasps) in the kitchen oh my gosh holy crap this is like american horror story so she's telling me that the grandparents had so much violent activity i'm getting the chills right now yeah Um, So they had so much violent activity, the door slamming, things going flying off the shelves. They even claimed that they saw blood dripping down the wall. No. I don't know if that's true or not. They said it was so violent that they had to call a priest to come and bless the house. After the priest came, the activity kind of died down, but there was still a presence in the house. So we're driving back and they're like, well, let's go in the house. I'm like, no, good. (laughs) Go in the house now. Yep. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us and for the discounts and the freebies too. Absolutely. Thank you for having me on. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll hit you up again for more stories one of these days. And again, that's nightlyspirits.com. Yes. Don't forget to send your ghost stories to us at hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. Share that email address with your friends. And because uh, we are, we're always running low on stories. In fact, we got a review on iTunes the other day. Yeah. You remember what she said? The one that was like, where our podcasts aren't long enough. Yeah. She, she was, loves the show, but our podcasts aren't long enough. They would be longer if we had more ghost stories. Yeah, and I we need more. I promise you, if we had more stories, we would definitely be sharing all of them. But we're like, you know, oh, we're like having to ration. <laughs> them right now. So make sure you send your ghost stories there. And in fact, Rebecca, someone reached out to you. I'm yes. so excited to this. It's like, dare I say, mysterious, like not to get all Nancy Drew. No, but it totally is. Yeah. So, okay. Tell- we, it's a hot haunted house tip and it comes out of McKinney. Don't know any of the background behind it. All I know is that I actually drove past this house yesterday and it is the scariest place I've ever been in daylight. Yeah. In broad daylight. Yeah, Rebecca, is sending me pictures and I'm feeling cursed just looking at the pictures. Like, when I say this place is boarded up, it's straight up boarded up and in one of the nicest neighborhoods in McKinney. Right. And this woman, this mysterious woman, is giving you all this weird cryptic information about it. And even the fact that someone in public office like told her to stop. Stop asking questions. Yes! So someone actually (laughs) owns this house. Okay, I'm going to shut up because we have to get all the details about that. So we will be investing 
investigating. I don't know if we'll be able to share any photos. Not yet, anyway. But if you know something about this, if you're like, I know what they're talking about. I know exactly which haunted freaking house they're talking about in McKinney. Then reach out to us on Please Facebook do. or on the uh, Haunted Day of Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, like, yeah. Are we at least allowed to give the street name? I don't know. We'll we'll find out. Okay. We'll, we'll talk to her and see just how much information we can give because yeah. I bet people know what we're talking and about. And by the way, she's a reporter. Like, yeah. She's done this for a living, so she knows what she's talking about. So she's definitely onto something. Yeah. We just don't know what. So she's not just a creeper like no. us. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, she is also a creeper, I guess. If she's listening <laughs> to this podcast. She enjoys yeah. it. But, but yeah, she's legit. So. so we'll tell you everything we can about that on the next Haunted AF. All right, guys, remember to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever your favorite platform is. Also, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, and Instagram. Did you like what I said? Twitter? 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 <laughs> Thanks to our board, I'm Ziggy Becker, and to Andrew Mamaliga for our theme song, and also to On Air Media for their titles and technical support. And, of course, we got to thank you for listening to Haunted AF. By the way, Julie, if I die first, I'm coming back to haunt you, baby. Oh, <laughs> I'll come back and haunt you too, Rebecca. Ah!